You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Hello and welcome to On Point with Victor. I am Victor Armendariz. Bienvenidos a mi show de radio. Esta es una programa de common sense y lógica. Yo soy Victor Armendariz. And if you're sitting there wondering why am I hearing Spanish right now, <laughs> you're going to find out uh, shortly as I get into the topics of the day and the topic rundown. Uh, why I uh, did a little uh, Spanglish there, and, and maybe I'll throw in a little bit later. Uh, but again, you are tuned into America's Web Radio. This is uh, On Point with Victor, and I am Victor Armendariz, A-R-M-E-N-D-A-R-I-Z, as in zebra. Uh, for those of you who want to look me up, uh, Instagram, Radio Victor, Twitter, Radio Victor, uh, Facebook, it's uh, just as I just felt it, Victor Armendariz. Uh, you can find uh, America's Web Radio on Facebook. You can watch us live right now on America's Web Radio Facebook page, or you can go to YouTube and go to the YouTube America's Web Radio live page. Uh, you can watch there right now as well. Um, don't worry, if you're not seeing the feed, you're going to see it here shortly. I promise. Uh, our high-end uh, IT person is working fiercely right now on the situation. <laughs> so, uh, But welcome, welcome, welcome to the show. I'm uh, so glad to be back here. Uh, so much going on. As always, always, there's so much that goes on in the news. Uh, it's hard to miss a few days because things happen so quickly and things are going and going on and on and on. And uh, <laughs> if you're wondering why I'm laughing, I just got a pretty funny thing sent to me from the producer. <laughs> uh, all right. Now on with the show. Uh, so, again, so much stuff that's happening. So many things goes on. And I, I, I always day to day can't wait to get back and sit in the seat, get behind this microphone and, and, and just talk to you guys and, and, and give you my common sense and logical perspective on things going on in the world. Uh, I promise, you know, you, you might hear some similar, similar, similar things, but you're going to get a different viewpoint. You're going to get some funny things and different things and a different way of looking at things from me. Um, as you heard before, uh, I can throw out a little Spanish. Uh, I am your resident uh, American of Mexican descent who is not afraid of common sense, not afraid of logic, not afraid of a conservative agenda, not afraid of a libertarian agenda. Uh, I'm not afraid of freedom, not afraid of liberty. Uh, one thing I will not stand for and I will push back on and I will fight every day that I breathe in that socialism and communism and fascism and all the other things that do not welcome freedom and liberty. And uh, as I mentioned before, uh, I am of Mexican descent and I do believe America is a great country. The United States is a great country. So, um, you know, it's kind of stuff you're going to hear here on America's web radio. And while I'm thinking about it, um, Check out America's Web Radio. My show, believe it or not, is not the only show on America's Web Radio. America's Web Radio is full of, of uh, awesome shows, everything from a killer car show to a awesome senior hour. I mean, we, we are here for all ages. Uh, we've got a show for everything, and, and uh, if you've got an idea for a show – Reach out to us, gm at americaswebradio.com, gm at americaswebradio.com. And while I'm on that, 
You can reach out to me and participate in this show. Uh, you can find me, Victor, at americaswebradio.com, Victor at americaswebradio.com, or watch me live and interact with me right now. Uh, get on and, uh, you know, the best way to do it is Facebook Live. You can shoot me questions right now. Uh, you can make fun of, uh, what I'm wearing, you know, all those good things you can do when you're watching the show. Uh, so, all right. <clears throat> let me move on. Um, you, you know, uh, first of all, let me mention this because I, I got into this so quick today. We here at America's Web Radio, this is the next evolution in talk radio. It's right here, folks. As streaming gets more common and Wi-Fi is in vehicles and you're staying connected to the interwebs 24-7, radio isn't where it's going to be, regular old radio. It's web radio. Um, and, and that's where we're coming to you. We, you know, America's Web Radio is one of the largest, if not the largest podcast producing live radio stations out there. Uh, that's the difference here is, is we do this stuff live folks. Uh, and we, we make it entertaining for you. And at least I hope you think so. And I hope you spread the word. So, all right. Now that I got that out of the way, uh, let me move on. Uh, I, there's a few things that, that I, I want to talk about, um, today and, and I'll try and keep up with questions. You know, I always, 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 I ask you guys to participate. So bear with me because I, I will try and get to the questions. Uh, and follow everybody here and, and, and react to as many as I can. So, uh, but as, as, as we get into the things, you know, there, there are a lot of topics today, but one thing I just want to go ahead and mention right off the bat, um, you know, we all want to put our thoughts and prayers in for the people in Virginia Beach from Friday. Uh, it was an awful shooting to happen and, and, um, we just got a really, really keep those people's in our, in our, the people in our thoughts and prayers of families. You know, there were 12 lives lost and they were senselessly lost, uh, on Friday. And, and if you don't know what I'm talking about, there was a disgruntled worker, a government worker who went in, uh, he resigned, I believe that very morning on Friday morning. Then he went in Friday afternoon and, uh, took two 45 caliber pistols, walked in and he shot uh, 12 people. But, Four amazing, amazing men in blue uh, went in. They didn't hesitate, folks. These four cops that got on the scene first didn't hesitate, ran into the building of three floors to this building. They went to where the gunfire was, found him, got into a fierce, about, a, I, I want to say it was a 20-minute or so gun battle with this guy, and they took him out. And so it, it, the, the ending was good. Um, this guy was taken down. Uh, but we got to remember the people and the families because it, it was awful. He did take 12 souls. Um, now, I, I hate to bring the politics in on this, but I have to say this because there are, there are even people in the studio who weren't familiar with this maybe or, or, or just haven't seen a lot in the news over the weekend or today about Friday shooting. And I want you, as because I always point out, and again, this year on on point with Victor, you're going to get common sense. You're going to get logic. And the logical thing to do here is to go is to ask yourself, why haven't you seen this shooter's picture pasted all over CNN, MSNBC, ABC, NBC, CBS? Why haven't you heard wall to wall stories about this shooting? Ask yourself that. And if you're wondering why, I'll go ahead and tell you. The shooter was a um, 
a black or African American, whatever term you want to use, um, shooter. He did not fit the narrative of today's white man with an AR-15. Not only was he not white, he didn't have an AR-15. He used two pistols. So again, the last thing I want to do is politicize these things because, you know, these kind of situations shouldn't be politicized, but they are. And the left uses these all the time to go after the Constitution, namely the Second Amendment. And if this guy were a white guy or a Trump supporter guy, or if they had, if they could tie him to Trump in any way, they would. And that's why you haven't heard anything. That's why you're not seeing this guy's face plastered. Right, go ahead, folks. Do a search. Google this shooting that happened on Friday, and and uh, tell me how long it takes for you to find somewhere that that uh, or somebody or someplace to show that shows this picture. Um, go ahead, do that. So that's all I'm going to say about that. And and again, just just keep those families and the people and the lives lost in your thoughts and prayers. Um, okay, so. I, so as I mentioned before, I started off the show in Spanish because I, there is a topic that I want to brush on today, and that's the southern border. Um, and I'm going to tie this into my Spanish speaking intro to the problem at the border, to the immigration problem, to one of the clown, I mean, candidates that's vying for the Democrat nomination for president. I'm going to tie these things together. So, our all right. When it comes down to it, to sum up the border and the problem of the border, there. If you don't think there's a crisis on the southern border, then you're kidding yourself, and you need to stop listening to the the swamp and listen to politicians tell you what they what you want to hear. When you have caravan after caravan after caravan of people coming, running to your border, and and I say running because when they walk and they get here. They crash the border. They go up and down looking for the areas, and trust me, they know where they can go to where they can get through. And you've got thousands and thousands of people in caravans that are coming up to the border of a sovereign country and entering illegally. And they know they're coming in illegally because they're trying to hide from Border Patrol, and they're getting in wherever holes they can find because we have a porous border. And when you have a porous border, you're just inviting this. And then when we have programs, when we have a political establishment in Washington, Democrats and Republicans, there are establishment Republicans that are just as guilty, that throw out programs, you're just dangling the carrot and giving more reason for people to to risk their lives to get here. And this isn't the way to come to America. It just isn't. And as a sovereign nation, we cannot stand by and just let our border be overrun. Any other country in the world would call this an invasion. Uh, that's just that's just simple logic, simple facts. And so right now, we have this going on at the border. We have a Democrat Party and an establishment Republican Party that that what's known as a swamp in Washington that isn't doing anything about it. They could solve this in a day. They could legislative legislatively, this could be solved. In a day, in a two days, in a week, but they don't want to do it, and they're not doing it. And this is what's so frustrating for, I think, most Americans. Um, doesn't seem to be a problem for the media. Doesn't seem to be a problem for, as I mentioned, the establishment Republicans. But it is a problem for the American people. The American people understand when they see pictures, when there are pictures of, of these caravans and these people running over the border, and then you hear of the crime that comes from that, and, and I'm sorry – 
there is crime that comes from it. Not everybody, and I'm not sitting here saying, nor has any other Republican said that everybody coming across the border is bad. But there are elements, and and one American life shouldn't be lost, let alone the numerous of lives that have been lost due to the criminal element coming over. So I only state that because I want to get it across that there is a crisis. There are plenty of fake crises being mentioned or developed on a daily basis from the media and from politicians. This isn't one of them, folks. This is this is an actual problem that we need to fix. And we need to start electing people and putting them, sending them to Washington that have the desire to fix this problem. Uh, and, and that's, again, that's just the logic of it. That's, that's, that's the facts. So I told you I'm going to tie this in to, to some other, some other issues. Um, you know, I mentioned before uh, that the porous border and, and, and I, 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 there's no other country in the world that has a border like we do where people are just crossing and crossing and crossing. Um, I venture to say that there's no one other, no other country. And, and, you know, if you could find one, let me know. The closest thing maybe would have been Germany not too long ago, but look what happened in Germany. Look what they've been dealing with. And they've, uh, guarantee you now you can't go hop across that border like you could have, you know, not too long ago. Um, so there's just isn't. <clears throat> this just isn't going on in any other country. And it's not just the crisis that I mentioned of, of people rushing the border. It's a security crisis. It's a health crisis. And it's a human crisis. People are, are dying to coming through, walking through Guatemala and through Mexico because of gang activity and drug activity just to get here because they're told they can cross over. So there, there's some bad things going on here. So I'm going to go to the first break, and I'm going to get back, and I'm going to get into a little bit more of this. So you guys stay right there. We'll be right back. You're listening to On Point with Victor. This is America's Web Radio. Perhaps you are struggling to cope with the disease of addiction. If not, you probably know a family member or friend that needs help in battling the cravings and the personal and professional damage done by the effects of drugs or alcohol. Get a pen and paper and be ready to write down the following. These are the issues that the trained staff at the Atlanta Healing Center address and treat every day. Their doctors and counselors with over 40 years of practice in the field of addiction can treat the suffering individual in a thoughtful, compassionate, and experienced manner and guide him or her along the path to recovery. So call 770-696-9862 and speak to a knowledgeable staff member about how you or your loved one, can be helped to enjoy a better and healthier life. More information is also available on the website at www.AtlantaHealingCenter.com. Whether cruising the Strip in a 57 Chevy or taking the family on a vacation in a 71 Oldsmobile Vista Cruiser, you need to tune in to Classic Cars with Steve Ronaldo and Jim Weber every Saturday from 8 to 9 a.m. on AmericasWebRadio.com. Your auto love and investment demands the best, and for 45 years, Passport Transport has been meeting those demands. From manufacturers to the one-car collectors and all other facets of the auto industry and antique auto hobby, the first and the finest with unequaled service and peace of mind, Passport Transport, your auto transportation company. 
Contact PassportTransport.com with your need today. Passport Transport. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And welcome back. You are listening to America's Web Radio. This is On Point with Victor, and I am Victor Armendariz. So let me get back into this. So uh, I had an awesome listener who just sent me a message and said, you know, uh, and, and this listener is also of Mexican descent and, uh, actually, uh, immigrated here legally. And, and, and believe it or not, folks, that's the America. That's the America that thrives. Legal immigration. No one in this country, and I mean no one. Okay. Almost no one in this country is, is going to sit back and say that we don't need legal immigration. Uh, Trump has never said we don't need legal immigration. I don't, I venture, find me one Republican that said we don't want legal immigration. Everybody in this country knows we need it, uh, especially the labor force. There are high end jobs. There are doctors. There are engineers. There are high end, let's put it this way, academic type labor that we need in this country that we're going to find in other countries, and we're going to be bring them here legally. That's the way it should be. But this listener astutely sent me a message and said, you know, Victor, that's absolutely right. Not only did he come here legally, his father came here legally. My father came here legally. And they not only came here legally, they learned the English language. They assimilated to the American freedom and liberty culture, that culture of freedom, that culture of I can come to this country, become one of them and use my my sweat equity and and be paid for it and, and be rewarded for it. And then I can become something. I can become something in this land they call the United States of America that I can't be in a socialist country. I can't become that maybe in a communist country or, or, or any of these other countries in Europe that have a 1% growth economy or a 2% growth economy. But by God, I can immigrate to the United States and I can learn the language. I can learn the culture of freedom. And with that, I can do what my heart desires and be rewarded for it. My sweat equity can be rewarded. And that, and that turns into a livelihood. And when I can take care of myself, I can take care of my family. And when I can take care of my family, I can take care of others. That's the way it works. And that's why I, 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 I try and, 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 and tell people the, the love I have for this country. Why my father was a success. And why my father today will tell you that were it not for the welcoming hand of the United States, that doesn't mean that there aren't some mean people in this country. That doesn't mean that my father wasn't called a wetback because he was. I witnessed it. That doesn't mean my father wasn't called a spick. He was. I witnessed it. There are people that are going to call you names. But you know what? Not once did it stop my dad. Not once. That man made it. And, and, and is, and is amazing person, uh, that I look up to to this day. And my friend that, that just messaged me, he made it and his father made it. 
So these stories are out there, and that's what America's about, and that's that's why I, I talk about the border, and, and that's why I talk about the difference between illegal immigration and legal immigration because I'm a product of it. And as a Mexican person and as a Mexican citizen, because I am a United States citizen and I'm an American first, but I also have the heritage of Mexico and I love it. And I, and I'll never forget where I came from or, or let's just say as my father likes to say where our people came from, but we're Americans folks and America special and we can't lose it. We cannot lose it. And, and I, I say that, that we can't lose this great country because I'm afraid we're on a road that leads to us losing what this country is about or how great this country is and can be still. And with that, I'll get into a little bit about the, the 2020 candidates. Um, look, folks, you can say what you want to say about Donald Trump, uh, but he's the president, and you can say that you don't like his tweeting. You can say you don't like the way he fights back. But look, uh, history is going to show that his fighting back really, really, really helped and came at a time when this country needed it. President Trump doesn't kick the can down the road. I don't think President Trump knows how to kick the can down the road. You've got politician, politician after politician, Democrats and Republicans and so-called independents alike, in, including socialist Bernie, who I believe is the only announced or, or the, own, the only admitted socialist in the Senate. And let's be honest, he doesn't even admit that because he calls himself an independent. He used to call himself a socialist, but now that he's running for president, oh, I'm an independent. Yeah, whatever. You know, the guy's a socialist, and most of the Democrat Party today is socialist. Uh, but my point is there are plenty of politicians who have been kicking the road the, – I'm sorry. <laughs> well, they may kick the road. Kicking the can down the road year after year after year after year. Uh, the Bush administration kicked it down the road. The Clinton administration clicked it down the road. Uh, the Obama administration clicked it down the road. The administrations before them were kicking it down the road. And that can is the immigration can. And that's not the only can. They, they kick plenty of cans down the road because every can they kick down the road is a campaign issue that if they solved wouldn't be a campaign issue anymore. And without that campaign issue, how are you going to raise money? How are you going to convince 51% of the Americans that they need to vote for you because of that one issue that just can't be solved? Please. They don't want to solve it. They don't try to solve it. They're not going to. But you've got a different animal with President Trump, folks. Put the personalities aside. You've got a CEO who non-politician who became president of this country, and the swamp hates it. The Washington establishment, the Washington elite cannot stand the fact that Donald Trump came from the business world. He was a CEO and never a politician. He did what was not supposed to be able to happen. You're only supposed to be part of that Washington club if you're a politician. Well, Donald Trump got in there, and he got elected, and he doesn't know how to kick the can down the road. He knows how to solve problems. And again, love him or hate him, the guy solves problems. And that's why he's talking about the 5% tariff on Mexico. That's why he's doing the things that he's doing, because you've got 
a Congress, Democrats and Republicans who do not want to solve immigration. So Donald Trump is going to find a way to solve it. That's why you had the national emergency. That's why you've got this tariff. Now, look, folks, I will tell you, I don't like tariffs. I, I, I just don't. I want zero tariffs. I want zero taxation, zero tariffs on trade. Uh, I want zero taxation uh, in the terms of a federal income tax and corporate tax. I want those to be zero here in this country because we can do it. We can do it with a consumption tax, but that's another story. But my point here is that you've got plenty of politicians who do not want to solve a problem, and you have one president and President Trump who is not a politician who doesn't know how to fail. And when I say that, I mean he looks at a problem, and if one thing fails, he's going to go to the next. And if that fails, he's going to go to the next. He's going to go until he finds a solution. And that's why you see Trump doing the things he's doing because there's an inaction in Congress, and both sides are at fault. And so that is the point I want to make there. Um, Now, bringing in – let me bring this to one of the 2020 candidates. Um. If you remember last week, I, I talked about some of the lower tier candidates and I, I began to uh, uh, tell you, I told you, started to tell you about it won't be long before the Bookers, the Kamala Harris, the uh, Buddha Judge or Buddha Jays, you know, Mayor Pete's, uh, all these lower tier candidates, Focahontas, who is fighting her way back, by the way, but, uh, but all of these candidates are going to start throwing out ridiculous programs, ideas, program ideas. They're going to start throwing out the, I mean, they're going to out socialize each other and they're going to start throwing out all these ridiculous program ideas after program ideas. Well, no sooner than I said that did Booker come out with this unbelievable, ridiculous idea that he's calling baby bonds. And, um, and, 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 and let me sidetrack here just to give you a, a show update. I will be having – I promised you guys last week that we would get into dissecting the Mueller report, and we're going to do that. We're going to do it with Mark Deshark, so he will be calling in later. But I want to get this out of the way first. Um, so back to Booker. So Booker has this thing that he's come up with called baby bonds. So in Booker's world, what he wants to do now – for every baby that's born, and I guess that's every baby that they allow to be born. So if you're lucky enough to be allowed by the Democrat Party to be, or Democrat President Booker to be, to be born, you're going to get a thousand dollars. So Booker as president, as president wants to go out and wants the United States government to seize a thousand dollars from some American or group of Americans and give it to every Baby born, and, and I'm going to say every American born baby because that's what he's saying. But we know it won't stop there. That's the first problem with this plan. You start giving every baby born in the United States a thousand dollars. What do you think is going to happen to the caravans? <laughs> They're going to get bigger and bigger because everybody in Central America and other places around the world are going to make a beeline to the border like they're doing now. There's going to be in bigger numbers, and they're going to hide for nine months until they can have that baby on American soil and get a $1,000. Because Booker's plan is to give a $1,000 to every baby that's born, and then it doesn't stop there. You, that baby, that child, gets $2,000 every year after that. 
And supposedly this is going to go into the baby bond. And I'll explain that a little bit when we come back. Let's go to our next break. Hang in there, folks. We'll be right back. You're listening to On Point with Victor and America's Web Radio. We'll be right back. Quick Stakes. That's Q-U-I-K Stakes are not just for surveyors. They are great for family and community gardens. Go online to www.quickstake.com or contact your local land surveying supply dealer and get you a box of quick stakes. You'll love them every year when you plant your garden. Again, that's quick stakes, Q-U-I-K stakes, the truly preferred way to stake and identify what's in your garden now. 45 years of experience is behind the most trusted name in auto transportation. Passport Transport, the first and finest today. That's why Passport Transport is the preferred auto transport for major auto manufacturers, concours, museums, tours, and collectors, and should be your choice from across the state to across the country. When you have the need, go to PassportTransport.com and enjoy the peace of mind referenced experience will give you. Passport Transport. Happy Oregon homeownership is the result of a good working relationship between the home buyer and their realtor. Make buying your Oregon home a fun and rewarding experience. Get our free guide to happy Oregon homeownership. Act now. Limited availability. Free at realoregonhomes.com. That's realoregonhomes.com. Can I talk to him? Oh, I don't hear it. I hear it over there. I don't hear it on mine. <laughs> and we're back, ladies and gentlemen. We're back. And uh, we're going to go to the phones here in a second, and uh, we're going to talk to uh, Mark the Shock. Uh, Mark, are you on the line yet? I'm on the line. Excellent. I think they got me. Excellent, excellent. Mark, uh, hold on right there. I want to finish up this thought for uh, all the listeners out there. And uh, we're talking – I don't know if you heard, Mark, but I was talking about the border. So hang with me for a second, Mark. Uh, because I was talking about uh, Cory Booker and his new baby bond idea, and and folks, let me get sum this up again. So he's a here's a Democrat clown, I mean candidate, who wants to seize a thousand dollars from some group of Americans and give it to every newborn baby in America, and then two thousand dollars every year after that. And this great idea he has, this is going to go into an investment lockbox, you know, kind of like your Social Security, which the last time I checked, the only thing in the Social Security lockbox was a piece of paper that said an IOU from the government because the government raided the Social Security long ago. And this is the same thing that's going to happen with these so-called baby bonds. And and this is just another program of another from another Democrat candidate saying – Please, please, please look at me. Look at me over here. I'm going to find some free money, and I'm going to give it to you, and I'm going to call this an investment. And it's just ridiculous, folks. This is the kind of stuff we've got to get away from. Taking money from a group of Americans and giving it to another um, newborn Americans or any other Americans is does not spawn investment. It doesn't spawn growth. It doesn't make the economic pie larger. 
You're just taking a part of this economic pie of someone's sweat equity and moving it over to another one that lacks some sweat equity or, or other reason and giving that money away. That's free money. It's not the government's money. It's the people's money, the individual's money. And Booker and the rest of the Democrats have got to understand one day that your wealth is not government's wealth. We are not socialists now. And, folks, if you doubted we were on the road to socialism or communism, just look at the programs that they are trying to put out there. In order to seize money from someone and give to others, you have to assume that all money earned is the government's money, and it's theirs to give away. It's theirs to seize and to give away. And that is not the way this country was founded. That is not the way freedom and liberty works, and that is not the way the United States should should be, and that's not the road we should go on. There are plenty of other countries that uh, Booker or anyone who agrees with Booker or any of these other Democrats who are spawning or spouting socialism. There are plenty of other countries you can go to and uh, you can become a citizen there maybe and, and you can run for office there. But the United States is the last bastion of freedom, the last bastion of true liberty, and and we don't need to lose it. Folks, where are you going to go? Where are you going to run to if the United States loses this battle uh, that we're having now uh, with some of these Democrat nominees? And, uh, and it is a battle. It is a battle. You know what, Mark? It absolutely is. It is a battle. And, and Mark, before we get into our other topic, I, I, I try to answer a lot of uh, you know, questions that are coming in. And I had another listener who, who sent me and, – and, and, folks, this is just common sense. A, a listener chimed in and said, you know, he doesn't understand why people – don't understand that a wall or a fence would be a deterrent and it would actually save lives because then people wouldn't be killing their babies and their children, dragging them through Guatemala and Honduras and Mexico to get here. So, so that's a good point from a listener from Florida. So I wanted to point that out. So, um, you know, Mark, <laughs> and I, there's a lot more we could get into, Mark, and, and, and you're right. It, uh, it is a battle. Um, we are in a battle. With the likes of uh, Alexandria Cortez and uh, Chuck Schumer and Pelosi and uh, who's that other goofball out there in New York, Mark? I'm sure. He's oh God, be. Nadler. <laughs> yes, Nadler and De Blasio, who somehow Mark thinks that he's going to get traction running for president. Yeah, that's about you know what you know after Giuliani fixed everything. And Bloomberg kind of stayed the same course but let things slide a little bit. De Blasio came in and went total communist. Absolutely. And look where it's gotten you. Look look at the reverse. Let's just say the reverse um, productivity or, or look what's happened to, to Times Square. Uh, Mark, you've lived in New York most of your life, correct? Yep, yep. And when Giuliani came on, the effect, what effect did he have on Times Square and, and New York? He cleaned up that city where at 3 o'clock in the morning, they used to have guys called Redcoats, which were like public assistant people who would help you if you needed direction somewhere. You could walk around 2, 3 o'clock in the morning. You wouldn't be tripping over homeless people. You wouldn't have the smell of urine running up your nostrils every other corner. And it was just a cleaner city. There was 100% less crime. It wasn't even close to the crime rate you have now. You could get on the subway and ride it without being fearful of your life that you'd run out of there and have no shoes, purse, pocketbook, or wallet. You know, and now you can't get a seat on the subway because the homeless people are sleeping in there. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I mean, it's completely gone to the dogs. And the reality is, is that 
real estate market in Manhattan is plummeting because the wealthy have realized that this city is not for them anymore. Mm-hmm. They've turned it into a, a, a trash bin again. Well, you know what, Mark? I, there's something that I like to say, and I actually got it from a from a fellow radio host that's on another show. And uh, what he says, and what I like to repeat, is socialism is not for the socialists. Socialism is for the people. So the elitists are never going to participate in socialist socialism. So the elitists in New York that vote for this crap, they're leaving. <laughs> I mean, is that not? Kind of a That's absolutely. And look at what I, I think the most brilliant thing that Trump has done. He's done a lot of good things, but one of the most brilliant things he said is, "I'm going to send all of these illegals to California." <laughs> and what happened? Yeah. You know what? And I think he should continue to do it. Uh, if if uh, you know, people don't want to admit, and the news isn't going to tell you, but Barack Obama started this. You know, President Obama uh, in his two years, he was taking migrants illegal immigrants and dropping them down in uh, different cities and a lot of the cities he was choosing were let's just say uh, they were conservative red so-called red states and i think it's absolutely brilliant that uh, trump is taking some of these and, and firing right back at them uh, pelosi is running around san francisco saying that they they are proud uh, sanctuary city and what happens mark when Trump said, okay, well, here you go. We're going to bring you more. Clearly, her head's exploded. Yeah, her head absolutely exploded. And so did Schumer's, and so did Nadler, and all these other guys. You know, and it just shows the hypocrisy. And that, that's why I, I refer to the Democrat Party often. I refer to them as the Hippocrat Party. And they live up to it on a daily basis. Uh, but yeah, Mark, this is, look at San Francisco, Mark. What an amazing city. That used to be one of my favorite cities. But, Mark, you can't move around, and it's not just San Francisco. Now it's in L.A., but there's uh, there are people defecating on the streets. You you have to walk around and make sure. You know, it used to be in New York. I could walk around New York, and I had to. Wor- I didn't have to worry about crime. I didn't have to worry about homeless. Uh, I, I just had to watch out for the horse poop, you know, because there were yep. the mounted police. Well, now you have to watch out for human feces in San Francisco and in L.A., how that is just boggles my mind what's happening to And yet city. they're they're okay with it. Their their city managers are okay with it. Their trustees are okay with it. Their mayor's okay with it. Well, Mark, they're okay with it until it reaches their front door. As soon as it gets to Pelosi's neighborhood or uh or the mayor, I can't remember his name, his or the governor's, when it reaches their uh, front door, that's it's when it's never going to. That's what the difference. Yeah, you're right. It won't get there because they won't allow it to get there. Yeah. Because then they'd have to fix the problem. <laughs> well, you know, Mark, earlier I was talking about that. They don't want to fix problems like this because they want to blame the Republicans and, and, and beat an issue to death and never solve it, but just use it for campaign fundraising and use it to try and win votes. But, you know, here's the question that I often ask, Mark. You look at San Francisco. There's not a Republican in sight in uh, local politics or state politics or federal politics. New York City's the same way. Detroit's the same way. New Orleans is the same way. L.A.'s the same way. How can they continue get away, Mark, with blaming the Republicans or blaming Trump when none of them run these cities? Those cities are run by Democrats. Look at every city that's destroyed. Yeah. 
run by a Democrat. Run by a, run by the Democrat Progressive Socialist. Well, more more Party. appropriately, run into the ground by the Democrat. <laughs> Absolutely, run through the ground, man, Mark. That is so so true. Um, but you know what, Mark? Uh, we have another issue that we have we got to get into. So I want to go ahead and jump in on this. Um, and folks, those of you who aren't familiar, this is Mark the Shark on the line. He is a an astound, renowned lawyer up in New York and has to put up with uh, this liberal progressive crap on a daily basis. Uh, but, Mark, I, I want to talk to you a little bit about, and I promised the listeners last week that we would dissect the Mueller uh, press conference that, he, that, that, that happened last week. And, oh, no, no, no. That wasn't a press conference. That was, a, that was an opening act for Nadler. Oh, thank you, Mark, because that, that was, that's exactly where I was going to go with that. It was not a press conference. Okay, Mark, I want to give you, I want to give you and the listeners what my theory is. And then, Mark, I want you to tell me what you think of this theory and then give me your theory. But my theory is, and, and I, now folks, I've got some contacts, but I, I did not, this, this didn't come from a contact that I had. This, this is just a theory that I have. I think that Mueller and the Democrats got together before that so-called press conference, and I think Mueller made a deal. I think he said, I will go on TV, and I'll give you what you want. I'll give you what you couldn't get from the Mueller report. I'm going to try and give you what you want. If you promise to stop saying you're going to drag me in front of Congress to testify, if you, if you stop saying you want me to testify, I will go on TV, and I'll give you what I think you want to hear. And that's what I think happened. I don't think Mueller wrote what he was reading. He was clearly reading a statement. Oh, no, he read it. He um, read it like it was a script that he'd it, never yep. seen before. Right. If you go back and watch it, you'll see uh, that there's, if, even if he had have written it, it wouldn't have been dictated the way he dictated that. I just don't think it was written by him. And I do believe he made an agreement that, uh, that said, I will come and read a statement that was probably written by, uh, uh, what's the other guy? Uh, Weisman. Weisman. Why Andrew Wiseman is probably written by him, but I bet you he made an agreement with Nadler. He made an agreement with um, that other with Pelosi's and the and the rest of them, and said that if you stop asking me to testify, then I'm going to come on TV and I'm going to give you what I think you want to hear. And Mark, is it isn't that what he did? He didn't say anything new. He just basically went against what he you know he sat in a meeting with Attorney General Barr and Rosenstein, and he said. That the, the that the the opinion of the OLC was not a reason that the that they used in the Mueller report, and then he stood in front of the TV in front of the world last week, and he said that it was a reason that they didn't indict. And and uh, you elaborate on that, Mar. What do you think? Well, let me let me ask you something. If what he said was the reality, then about thirty minutes after he was appointed, he should have come back to them and said, "Listen." There's nothing I can do here. I'm not the guy to do this because I can't do anything for it. So let's not spend the $35 million. Mm-hmm. Let's just forget about it because, well, under what I'm going to think later is we can't indict a sitting president, so there's no reason to pass judgment on anybody. When has a prosecutor, which is in essence what he was, ever said, we couldn't exonerate him, but we couldn't convict him? Mm-hmm. It's unprecedented to hear that out of a prosecutor calling 
Calling it misconduct would be, you know, the light side of that. Would be being nice. Now, Mark, I love it that you brought that up. Hang on right there. We're going to go to our next break here. Uh, We'll be right back, folks, with Mark the Shark, and we're going to get into this a little bit more. You hang on tight. We'll be back with On Point with Victor. You're listening to America's Web Radio. The Docs for Patient Care Foundation is your way to join the fight and become a member of an organization created by doctors for patients dedicated to fighting for your health care freedom and preserving the doctor-patient relationship. Get a pen and paper. Write down docsforpatientcarefoundation.org. That's D-O-C-S, the number four, patientcarefoundation.org. Go to our site and please make a generous tax-deductible donation and join the fight today. Thank you. This is Daryl Pullis inviting you to listen to America's Homegrown Veggie Show right here every Saturday morning at 10 Eastern Time. Great guests, great tips, and valuable information about growing your own vegetables, fruits, and herbs. Perhaps you are struggling to cope with the disease of addiction. If not, you probably know a family member or friend that needs help in battling the cravings and the personal and professional damage done by the effects of drugs or alcohol. Get a pen and paper and be ready to write down the following. These are the issues that the trained staff at the Atlanta Healing Center address and treat every day. Their doctors and counselors with over 40 years of practice in the field of addiction can treat the suffering individual in a thoughtful, compassionate, and experienced manner and guide him or her along the path to recovery. So call 770-696-9862 and speak to a knowledgeable staff member about how you or your loved one can be helped to enjoy a better and healthier life. More information is also available on the website at www.AtlantaHealingCenter.com. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. with victor and i have on the phone mark the shark and uh you know mark before we get back into it i had another listener reached out and this listener is in atlanta and uh and he pointed out that uh, he was walking around the streets of downtown atlanta and had and running into the similar things of what you're seeing in san francisco and what you're seeing in new york and and once again i'll i will make the point and i'm not afraid to make the point look who's running the city of atlanta Mark, I'll give you one guess of the political party that's running the city of Atlanta. Oh, I don't have. Uh, stand by, Mark. I'm. We're, okay, Mark, if you can, uh, can you? Uh, are you coming through there, or, or can you hear me, Mark? I can hear you. Can you hear me? Perfect. I got you. I got you. I got you. Sorry, folks. You know, like I said, this is live radio, and uh, we don't have a dump button here, so <laughs> we do things on the fly. So, you know what? We're only human, and unlike Democrats, we will admit when we make a mistake or when, you know, when something happens. So, uh, so anyway, this is live radio when it happens. But, Mark, uh, so, okay, Mark, so one guess. You may have said it, and I didn't hear it. Um, yeah, Democrats, without a doubt. <laughs> absolutely right. You're absolutely right. So, all right, Mark, so let's get back into this, Mueller. So you made a very good point on it is not the job of a prosecutor to okay, let me put it this way. Um, you know, Mueller comes out and he says we 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 couldn't exonerate. 
We didn't have enough evidence of innocence. You know, Mark, the last time I checked, our whole foundation of ju- jurisprudence stands on innocent until proven guilty. And no, when the prosecution... On, it also stands on the power of the government is derived from the people, not the opposite direction. Exactly. And if a prosecution cannot come up with the evidence of a crime then they keep their mouth shut and say, we can't prosecute. They don't go on TV saying, well, we can't prosecute, and there's no evidence of a crime, but we're pretty darn sure that he would have done it. I mean... Well, what I'm, what I'm trying to find out, and this is what really kind of baffles me, and, and anybody who has a, a sense of a brain stem and some brain cells that are still firing is, how do you have collusion? If there is no collusion, okay, and that's pretty clear now, you know, mm-hmm. despite the fact that two years the lamestream media was yelling about collusion, how do you have obstruction for a crime that never took place? Right. And and it's not just one investigation. You've got the Mueller investigation, the House investigation, the Senate's investigation. No collusion. It is established there's beyond a doubt. No one can refute it. There is no collusion. There's no evidence of collusion. There never was. So absolutely, Mark, there's no crime. Here's the the big question, Victor. If I appoint you special prosecutor tomorrow, okay, and I say to you, listen, I need you to look at the 2016 election and see if there was any Russian meddling, okay? Do you look at the both sides of the coin or you look at the one side of the coin? How is it that he never got to the misinformation, which now we're finding out, mm-hmm. was perpetrated by the FBI, the CIA, and a whole host of, we don't know how far up the tree it went, but I'm sure that nothing ever happened without Obama knowing about it, and certainly <laughs> Bill Clinton knew about it because he met with uh, Loretta Lynch. Loretta Lynch on the, on the tarmac. That I... secret meeting. <laughs> so uh... now they appoint Durham, U.S. Attorney out of Connecticut, to do what Mueller says he couldn't do. Uh, you know, apparently, apparently Mueller didn't have time uh, to invest. I, I mean, Mark, you make a great point. And, and folks, you, you really, really need. And again, for those of you who are out there, you're Democrats, you're married to the letter D. This isn't just about Trump. This is about the office of the presidency. If it can happen to Trump, it's, it can happen to the next Democrat president. And, for every Democrat out there that's, that's so upset that Trump is president and that's so upset that Mueller couldn't find anything, you're opening the doors to it to happen to your guy. And, and, and Mark, you're 100% right when you, when you said earlier, when Mueller came in and was appointed special counsel, when he got the file, because there was a file already from, from 26, 15 and 2016 when when Obama himself came out and said and said that there was there was a uh, some Russia meddling but when 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 Mueller got the file he would have known like you said Mark in 30 minutes that there was there was no there 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 was no evidence so if he was a man of integrity Mark shouldn't he have had shut that investigation down before wasting what I, what I love what I love was for 2 years he's been the, the messiah and as soon as his report came out, all the Democrats, every single one of them, jumped on board. Oh, that guy's incomprehensibly stupid. He couldn't <laughs> find it. If 13 angry Democrats couldn't find something, at least you think they would have been smart enough to make something up. But they couldn't because there was nothing to make up. Yep. There was nothing there. 
So now they give Nadler the gavel and they say, yeah, here you go. Spend some more public money. We don't need to do anything in government because Mm -hmm. if Trump, if we help Trump, he'll absolutely be reelected in 2020. So why would we help him now? And it became, now it's become about an election and they forgot who they represent, the United States of America. We the people, that giant word, we. And it's all gone. Right now, it's a war. And I'll tell you something, the right better wake up and start fighting back because we're thinking things are going good Things look fine, and let the left go all crazy and nuts. It doesn't matter. The problem is every one of our kids is being indoctrinated in colleges and in schools by the left, and we better wake up and start fighting back. We better have a message. We better have a, a continuity because the Democrats are the best at messaging. They are. You know what, Mark? You're absolutely right, <clears throat> and I've harped on that before. And, and you know, getting talking about Mueller and, and what's going on, there again, we are built on the presumption of innocence, not the presumption of guilt. You you can't turn Judas prudence on its head just because you don't like the way an election turned out, and that's what they're doing, Mark. And it just baffles me. But Mark, I so we have a question coming in from a listener. So I, w- I wonder if you could elaborate a little bit on the OLC. Um, and ladies and gentlemen, the OLC is short for Office of of Legal Counsel. And the opinion that everybody talks about is the opinion that a sitting president cannot be indicted. And we have a listener that, that Mark would, would really like you to elaborate a little bit on, on well, what the, that decision the means. The statute is for high crimes and misdemeanors, okay? So right now, high crimes is so beyond the bar. It's not even close. And no, not the attorney general bar, but the bar – the threshold, I should say. Mm-hmm. The constitutional so, threshold. My yeah, head. that's not ever going to happen, okay? Mm-hmm. As far as any misdemeanors, what are, they, what are they talking about? You know, they complained about when we wanted to look into the Hillary matter because, oh, that's old history. Hmm. So now they want to go back 20 years on Trump. They want to go back 30 years on Trump and see if he stole a penny out of his piggy bank when he was a kid. Hmm. So the point being is that they're reaching so far they're going to wind up reaching down into their own throats and pulling out their you-know-whats. And this is exactly what happened. Now, Barr has said, okay, you want to do this? Let's do this. They appointed Durham now, who is a U.S. attorney, who has gone after the CIA for corruption, has gone after the FBI for corruption, and prosecuted them. Mm. And he's got convictions. And now, maybe, now we will start to see what really happened here. Because... We all have a theory, at least I do, mm-hmm. is that the CIA, the FBI, and not the, not the rank and file, not the guys mm-hmm. who are doing their job every day, the heads, okay, Brennan, mm-hmm. Clapper, Comey, mm-hmm. Hillary, okay, they all sat down, and, and Loretta Lynch, they all sat down, and I don't even know if it went to Obama, maybe, maybe not. He, I thought he would be a little bit smarter than that, but I'm sure mm-hmm. he knew about it. Mm-hmm. But they all sat down and they said, we got to get rid of this guy because he's scary, because we can't control him. Remember. You know, um, Mark, you're, you hit it right on the head because the, all of this goes back. I mean, all of this, the fake dossier, the, all, all of this stuff goes back to Hillary and the one person who's not being, and I think we got, I think we lost Mark. So he may, he may call back in here. Um, and Mark, if we lost you, do call back in, please. Um, 
But what Mark was saying was absolutely right. Uh, everything leads back to Hillary, and that's the one person that Mueller wouldn't investigate. Um, somehow he didn't have time. Somehow Russia, the Russia uh, meddling only could have happened to one side, and that's what we were supposed to believe. And now, uh, Mark, are you back on? Yes, I'm back on. Perfect, perfect. So what I was saying, Mark, is you you, you hit it on the nail. Uh, you hit the nail on the head there. Um, all of this leads back to Hillary, the one person who wasn't investigated, who now maybe hopefully will be investigated, but but also, you know, the 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 fake dossier and 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 the Brennans, the Comeys. You you are 100 percent right. In fact, Mark, when this investigation started before Trump was elected. Uh, the rank and file, the FBI agents who are doing their job, they got the case taken away from them by Comey and by uh, Peter Stroke Struck Page. And right. The rank and file. You are absolutely right. Even even Peter Stroke himself said, "Look, we don't see any lies or any any misinformation. We don't see it from Flynn." And then what happened, Mark? The special counsel said, "Oh, but we can turn that." Yeah, it went upstairs, and they mm -hmm. said, "You know what, guys? We gotta we gotta do something here." And see, the whole plan would have worked if the American mm -hmm. people were dumb and didn't elect Donald Trump. Right. Right. And that's the big key too, Mark, is they never, ever dreamed that Trump was actually going to be elected. And then when it looked like he was going to be elected, that's when they came up with this uh, uh, backup plan. In fact, um, we, we have, yeah, we have the text from uh, Agent Stroke going to Comey and the rest of the group and McCabe saying, what about, we've got to do have an insurance policy. And that insurance policy was the, trying to remove a duly elected president and that ought to infuriate all Americans. We are it was not was coup attempt is what it was. It was. It was, Mark, and they almost got away with it. And um I, I it's just amazing to me, Mark, but uh I, I we we're gonna have to take this more and more uh and, and discuss this more, Mark, because we gotta get the American people to understand. But believe it or not, we are up against the end of the show. Mark, thank you so much for calling in. Uh, Thank as, you for having me. Oh, absolutely, and we'll have you back because we're gonna we're gonna get into this a little bit more. But thank you for all you everyone listening. Uh, tune in again next week. Uh, we'll be back with more intriguing uh, common sense and logic radio that you're only gonna hear on On Point with Victor. Thank you for listening. We'll be back. You're listening to America's Web Radio. Stay tuned because Locked and Loaded's coming up next with Roger B. and he's got a very special guest. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.